0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to crashplan.com/bossproject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's crashplan.com/bossproject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan.
1: So, we get asked all the time, "A, how you guys launch so much stuff?" "B, how do you launch anything?" How do you keep it organized? How do you communicate with other people? How do you make sure it all gets done? So a sense of like overwhelm when you're wanting to launch a new product, a course, a physical product, a service, it doesn't really matter. And you feel kind of like that dread before doing it because you know there are so many tiny steps that are gonna make that thing happen. And I think we avoid feeling that dread by just like honestly not thinking about all of those steps and not making sure that we like, write them all down and schedule them and everything. And so when we're in the middle of the launch or it's post-launch or the product has been up for six months and there are those things that you're like, oh, I really need to fix that process or that piece of the puzzle or, oh, I should have done that better. And then we either never go back and do it and we let it sit there kind of like being broken forever. And that sucks. And it prevents us from launching new things and like really, truly being better at it. So we are going to give you an overview Every single step starting at the very beginning of what we do before we launch anything. Specifically, we're going to be talking about what we do before we launch a program. Okay. And so you can adjust this for your own business, even if it's not a course. You can tweak the strategies. You can take them and you can alter them slightly if it's a service, if it's a physical product. It doesn't matter because the bulk of this is the same. We're going to walk you through specifically how we do it using our favorite platform, Trello. So let's pretend like we're going to make a new course today, Abby. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Okay. So what do we do first? All right. I I come to you and I say, Abs, I have a brilliant idea for a new program. Ooh. I feel like we need to go grab some coffee and we need to talk about it. And I want to make it in the next 60 days.
0: Well, first of all, I'd make you check yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, are you sure this is in line with the goals that we set for the year? I'd say,
1: Abby, it checks all the boxes. We've double checked it. We decided we're gonna make this and it's gonna happen. And we're we're sitting down and we we need to we need to lay the foundation of this thing so it makes sure it gets done.
0: All right. So I think a lot of you think that. Because we use a digital system to organize all our thoughts, that we never write anything down on paper, that we don't use pens or pencils, <laughs> and that those,
1: to pencils. And those
0: beautiful notebooks that we've been hoarding for years
1: never have never get used. seen the light of day. Here's a fun fact for you guys. Did yeah. you know that I so heartily oh, love using pencils and Abby is a pen gal? Oh, it's true. Did you know that? That's a, that's a little factoid for you guys today. I hate <laughs> pens, unless they're Sharpies, like the are really I, fine point. Here.
0: I think pencils are stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: we get together in person, and obviously I bring a pen and Emily brings a pencil. <laughs> yep. And we decide to run down like everything that's in our head. We talk about it. We brainstorm. We usually... And if you're doing this with a friend, I highly suggest if you're getting food, you stop the conversation and be friends for a hot second. And then you come back refreshed because you just got your favorite latte and you got that
1: croissant in. Now it's time to dig in. Yeah. So literally what it looks like for us, because we just did this. So this is why it's super fresh in my brain. Not necessarily for a specific course, but kind of the relaunch plan for something that we've already put in place. But it's still the same thing. So what we do is we, like, okay, we show up to the coffee shop. I mean, we're breaking this down, like, every single step. We've got our laptops. We've got notebooks, pens, and pencils. We, like, sit down and we order – While our food's getting made, we talk about like, okay, what are your just initial thoughts about this program? What do you think it should cover? What do you think it's missing? What do you think we should change? Any edits, any tweaks, any new ideas, whatever. And we literally just have a conversation and we let that sink and we don't take any notes. We're just like, okay, okay, well, what do you think about this? And we just literally banter back and forth while we're waiting on our food. We eat, we be friends, they take the food away, and then it's time to get to business. So what it looks like is One of us typically, especially if we're outlining a course, we will have a Google Doc open that has any information that we've previously brain dumped or a blank slate, and we start to just type in ideas for lessons. Potential modules. Like, nothing is in really any particular order. We're just like, what do we for sure want them to have? So, we might do that on a Google Doc. If it's for the very, very first time, we might do that on paper and like post it notes, which is what we've done before. We've like written the lesson on a post it note and kind of moved them around a whiteboard. Like, where does it make sense for this thing to live? It's really, really how your brain works. But for this most recent instance, we were editing an old program and asking ourselves, okay, do we need to move any lessons? Do we need to expand on any lessons? Do we need to break anything down? Do we need to add in anything? And that's when we opened that Google Doc and literally just edited stuff after that conversation that we had over the food.
0: Yeah. So now that we have kind of like the bird's eye view, so to speak, of what's going to happen, we need to really start breaking that down into tasks. So, we have an outline of what this will look like when it's done. We right. we start with the end result. What is this going to look like? How is it going to happen? And we start going in and thinking, okay, I need to,
1: you know, design slides for Well, the- I think we're we're not even there yet. Oh, we're not. So okay. We're we're figuring out the outline of the program. We're determining modules. You can name your stuff at this point, like on your Google doc, name your lessons, name your modules right now. Then we go through that doc and we say, okay, is this a full slide? Is it a triangle slide or is it on screen recording? Is Abby needing to rework an old worksheet or create something new? Is Emily need to be doing a tech tutorial, a screen share over there? So what we do is we create like a legend. So at the top of that doc, it's going to say like full slides, going to be like a green highlight, half slides, orange highlight and on and on. And so then we go through the entire course and highlight every single module or lesson So it corresponds with that legend. So then Abby knows when she does have to go do slides, which ones does she even need to be doing? I know if I need to, you know, create something or whatever, what my task can be over here, but we're not even there yet. So we've like highlighted everything. Everything's golden on that Google Doc. Now what we do, and this is something we just started doing in the last month to be planning out the year. And I think that's something I feel like I want to always do because it was super helpful for how my brain works is Abby will print off blank calendar sheets for say, we're going to be, or we're going to be launching it within 60 days. So we would have the next two months calendar printed out in front of us and we'd work backwards. Okay. When do we want to close the doors? Yeah. So when do we want to open doors? Do we want to have a challenge that leads up to that? Or are we just sending a promo to something? When does that ad need to start? When does that ad need to be finalized by our editor? When do we need to record it so we can send it to our editor? So we literally work backwards from cart close all the way to like, okay, really we kind of stop at the Facebook ad on that particular calendar. We might say like, an email goes out at this point but since we've already mapped those out and since it's already work right now we can skip that phase but if you don't even have any of your emails any of your promotion anything what i would do is look at your two calendars and with pencil or pen start backwards Okay, if the doors are opening here, we're going to have a webinar. So then I need to start promoting the webinar on this day. And so that means I need to have a couple social media posts queued up on these days and an email queued up on this day. And so literally pencil everything in on your calendar and do as much as you can on paper if that's what you like doing. And then we can actually break it down even further after we move all of that stuff into Trello.
0: So the way we take the calendar from calendar form into Trello is the the things that ended up on the paper calendar are typically pretty high level things. They're very crucially important to the launch. And they're things that we need to make sure we keep track of on the specific day. So In the past, we've had, you know, like appointments in our Google Calendar where we have to like physically be somewhere or be on the phone. And all of our tasks have ended up in Trello individually. Now, this last kind of planning session, we knew that this was going to lead to our biggest launch of the year, A, and B, we were trying to wrap everything up before we got to December because we were going to take the month off. So we had to be very intentional with this planning. And so we decided to add all the major things to our Google calendar. So it would literally block it off from other people being able to book certain things on certain days.
1: Well, and I I literally don't understand why we haven't done that before. Because let me walk you through this. So We have Calendly, and we send that Calendly out if someone wants to have a 15-minute meeting with us, a 30-minute meeting with us, or schedule a podcast interview, okay? And we have those assigned on certain dates. We've kind of organized Calendly a little bit. We've blocked off some stuff, like Mondays, for instance, when I don't have childcare. We don't have any meetings or interviews, obviously. But what we'd never have done in the past is, like, we've left Calendly over here, And then we've scheduled stuff in Trello if it's like Abby needs to design slides, Emily needs to write emails, or whatever. And so those two things could potentially be getting scheduled on top of each other and no one knows it. So if someone schedules an interview, when I've initially scheduled I need to go write, that interview gets priority because that person scheduled it, so therefore that's going to eat into my writing time. And we've just taken it for what it is before. We've been like, oh, crap, now we have an interview and got to make sure I'm back at the house at this time, instead of like... Oh, we should have blocked that off of our calendar. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I know this sounds simple, but truly it's important. So we literally know on certain days, these major crucial things have to happen. And if that has to happen, we need to not be booking ourselves for other things. Even goofy things like hair appointments and dentist appointments and doctor follow-ups and pediatrician and whatever, like we would map things out and potentially put, you know, these less important things, in my opinion, on top of really important dates. So we put things in to Google Calendar. But before we did that, I set up a zap with Zapier so that every time we add a new event to the calendar, it automatically creates a card in Trello. And the due date is the day that emily assigns with the time in the calendar Mm -hmm. Mm so she goes through and she will go through nitty gritty okay these are all the things we mapped out on the calendar for the next month and a half or something and all of those things get turned into cards in a specific checklist so now i can go in and say okay All these cards need to move over to Strategy Academy, because that's the specific launch we're doing. All these cards need to move over to our podcast so that we know that that's when we're spending time on this. And I might add additional labels, because I think labels are easier for us to see when we're looking at the calendar okay, this is kind of a Strategy Academy day. This is kind of a podcast day. So we we
1: assign labels in Trello. Yeah. Like we might give Strategy Academy every task related to that particular thing, yellow. Every task related to the podcast, red, and on and on. So then our brain just at a glance, okay, that's what mode I kind of need to be in when I'm on that task. Right. So that kind
0: of gives us the basic outline of the launch. And what we have to go in and do now is do all... The micro tasks. So at this point, we've developed a process for launching that includes a set of I don't even know how many things are in the checklist, probably 24, 40. I don't know, a lot. And it's all the nitty gritty things that need to happen, like pre-webinar process for a certain webinar, setting up this landing page, checking this, doing that, whatever. So every single little tiny thing you need to do in order to launch something ends up in this checklist. And it's something we can replicate every single time we have a new launch, Now we'll convert all those items into cards and assign them due dates according to kind of the plan we had already mapped out.
1: Yeah. And so I think it's easier to do it that way because when you get your high level things set and they're already in your calendar, now instead of writing every single nitty gritty out on paper, which to me is when things get lost and missed. Because it's like, oh, I need to send this email or add pixel to this lead page or whatever. Like It's that kind of stuff that gets missed if it's not actually right in your face, hey, you need to do this. So I wouldn't waste your time in your brainstorming session to write physically down on paper those nitty-gritty tasks. Move those high-level things into Trello. Turn your calendar view on into Trello, and you see, okay, cart's opening, cart's closing, webinar one. Okay, before webinar one, what is everything that needs to happen? Make that a process. Before a cart opens, what's everything that needs to happen? We need to upload the stuff to Teachable. We need to record the videos. I Abby mean, needs to do the slides. We need to do the worksheet. We need to take new pictures for the course page. like Whatever all those things are, those get bumped into cards inside of that particular list for that particular product. And then you work backwards on the due dates. Okay, if by this day, everything needs to be uploaded and teachable, here's all of those tasks that need to be complete before that thing can happen. So due date those. What's after that? What can be pushed after the fact? So you can kind of move some stuff around. And then when you're looking at calendar view and Trello, you can easily see okay, I have way too many things on this day. I need to kind of work a week in advance or push this whole launch back a week because I don't have time to do all of these little nitty gritty things. And it's really when you see that as the bigger picture that you'll be able to stay on track and make things happen in the way that you've wanted them to.
0: Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? The next thing that we really focus on is, and it depends, I will say this, Emily and I have gotten to the point where I just generally know the things she works on and the things I work on. If this is new to you, or if you're the only one in your business, then it's, you can skip this. If you, well, have, you
1: have a BA, or have a BA
0: something like that, and you need to assign things, you know, we've kind of done that in a couple of different ways. When it gets to my week, we will put it under a certain header and then we know that those are things I need to work on and those are things Emily needs to work on. Now, if we need to communicate something to our team, we tag them in the card with some brief
1: instructions and tell them what needs to happen by when. We can also upload a screenshot or slides or an email if Abby needs to do the final approval or I need to or we need to tag someone and like pass the baton to someone like, hey, I've written these emails. They're ready to be formatted and to ConvertKit. This is where we have that happen. We found that if we communicate that stuff via email or anywhere else, it gets lost. Or we have so many people asking, okay, well, where can I find this file or this stock or this image? And if we can upload it directly to that Trello card, the link or the actual file or a screenshot that saves so much time when we're passing the baton to all of these different people to do their part in making this thing happen.
0: So I know this sounds really simple, but it took us... (laughs)
1: <laughs> a year and a half plus to what, figure what out. she's about to say sounds really simple.
0: Um, but guys, when you're launching something that's super important to you, super important or to your business anything. If you're launching anything, if you're launching anything, during that launch, you cannot please do not assign yourself anything else except things related to the launch.
1: And when we say things related to that launch, what I mean is customer service, showing up for your people, doing some Facebook lives, doing a webinar, engaging in your community, giving yourself some breathing room to put out any tech fires or snafus that might come up. What we've done in the past is open the doors for something or promote something. And literally during that week, we're creating another content, right? We're writing more blogs. We're doing interviews. We're doing literally anything else. And we were always wondering, well, why are we so frazzled? Why do we feel like things slipped through the cracks or not a lot got done? Or we feel like more people would have came through, but they just didn't. And we're like, uh, they probably felt that we were distracted because we were So we decided, okay, let's not be distracted and actually just show up for them. And I cannot tell you, not just for them, I don't care if it didn't lead to one more extra sale. If us like actually being present, which I know that it did because it's obvious, but even if that wasn't in effect, just the weight off of our shoulders of finding that oh my God, we've opened the doors. Now we get some relief because I just get to be here for our people and answer their questions and show up for them and do literally nothing else.
0: It was kind of a relief. Like I knew that we were going to schedule a launch over my birthday. And some people might be like, that sounds awful. Like, why would you do that? but I knew that we weren't going to schedule anything else except launch related things. So I knew that if I needed to kind of skate out and Emily was like the main contact that day, I got most of that day to myself.
1: Yep. Yeah. Literally free up your schedule. Once the promotion starts, once the launch starts, give yourself that breathing room to do that. And I also mean be mindful of communicating with your clients if you have them about like you're launching something different or something big. So you might be a little delayed in your response or you might, you know, whatever it may be, just communicate that to your people. I think at one point for one of our very first launches, like bigger ones, we sent out our like auto reply was we're in the middle of a launch right now, so if we don't get back to you, like, feel free to email us again because we might have missed it, but thanks for your grace during this time and we'll be officially back in the office on this day or whatever, which I think was super helpful. So just communicate with your people and your team.
0: Yes. <laughs> so the other piece of that is really going in and taking, okay, here's the calendar Here's like when the major launch is happening. I am going to put an event in the calendar that says I'm going to be busy from X date to X date, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then that way, Calendly or another software that you use similar, like maybe Acuity, it won't allow you to
1: schedule meetings during that time. So I think one of the bigger things that we did that really, really helped us make our launches better and and go smoother moving forward is a launch recap that happened within 24 hours of closing the doors. So like doors were shut, people were gone, everything was great. We like slept in the next day. Although this time we didn't block off our calendar the day after launch, which was a huge mistake. But we're going to be doing that moving forward. But that next day, the next kind of like afternoon, we met up for coffee. And we were literally just like, okay, what happened? What's the rundown? What are the stats? What are the numbers? So we can have that information when it's fresh.
0: Yes, I think that fresh recap is so crucially important. We kind of get together, we get our kind of questions taken care of. And we talk through everything that worked and everything that didn't and everything that needed tweaked and things that bugged us and things we loved. And we get that written down because... At no other time are you going to be able to feel it or remember the way you do the day after you close the doors.
1: Well, and something that we implemented for this most recent launch, not only the recap, but we kept up a checklist inside Trello on current week. The entire time launch was open and it was like launch notes or something. And we would go in there and literally as something that would come up where we're like, oh, we forgot to do that task or, oh, this thing was broken or, oh, we should have passed this on or whatever it might have been we wrote that down. We couldn't necessarily fix it for that launch because it was already late or broken or happening, but we took a note of it. So the next time we were launching, those are things we were real particular about getting done before opening the doors. Absolutely. And I think that
0: that note really helped us. Now, I do think we could continue to be better at this. I think a lot of people, they have things that like come up, and they just handle it and they move on. And instead, we need to really be certain that we're tracking all of those things where we're handling it and moving on. And it's not just us. It's our team as well. Like, what are the challenges they we're running into? Yeah. And I I hope that we can continue to get better at this. I mean, as much as it's been extremely beneficial We're still like developing that habit of writing it down in the midst of a launch.
1: Can you talk about your sheet that we look at and add information to during the launch? The Google Sheet? So we created
0: a Google Sheet, which
1: I think depending on the
0: size of your launch and what you're doing, this can be really helpful. So we track every sale manually in this sheet to kind of give ourselves some analytics in the midst of a launch. So we'll track the name of the person, their email address, what payment option they picked, whether they paid in full or a payment plan, the anticipated revenue from that. So Even if they did the payment plan, what would be the full amount if they continued throughout the rest of the payments? And then we track some information about that person. So how long have they been a subscriber? Are they a current subscriber, as in they've been subscribed longer than 30 days? Or are they a new subscriber, and thus had joined our email list in the last 30 days. We really differentiate between those two. We also differentiate between, are they a current student? Again, they've been a student longer than 30 days. Or is this the first program they've ever purchased from us? We also add in, did they purchase our other program, Cello for Business. So if you have like a signature, like easy yes, like you might say, did they buy this thing first? And keep track of that. We also track if they were a part of our most recent launch. So did they participate in another launch and then they turned around and bought something else? And then to kind of top it all off, we make sure that we check in on this data. So we come in and I might be like, okay, well, it looks like 50% of the people buying, like, haven't heard of us before. Mm -hmm. And we need to be paying attention to that so that we might need to give more info about our business and about our credibility. So that if that's already happening, we can continue to kind of harness that. If they are you know an existing student? You ne- you need to talk to them differently because they already know kind of how things are set up on the back end. But just it will change the way you communicate and the way you kind of move forward throughout the launch.
1: Yeah, I think that she a doing it while people are coming in the door is a lot easier than doing it after the fact because a it just it takes a lot of time to fill out because of all the information. But we're also able to tweak our strategy in the middle of launch or tweak our messaging if we're seeing that, okay, everyone coming through is brand new. So let's spend more time on our story on the next webinar or let's explain this thing a little bit better or – You know, everyone buying was a part of this most recent program. So let's talk about how this is the thing that's going to uplevel them and upgrade their business or whatever. So we can literally change the lingo and the message of how we're marketing that particular thing in the middle of marketing it. And I think that that's information that is literally priceless because if the bulk of the people are coming in and they're a certain way, then you're going to keep talking to those kind of people because they're the ones who are already saying yes.
0: Yeah. I've been really excited about that sheet. I mean, it literally is the most time consuming piece of what we're doing in the midst of launching. But having people help us out with keeping that up to date has been great. And obviously, the bigger our launches get, the harder it will be to do. But even if we can do a segment of people buying, it's going to be better than nothing.
1: Absolutely. I think one thing I would like to do Differently, So I'm sharing this so people can maybe get off on a better foot than sure. we are. One thing that absolutely needs to be reworked and reorganized is how we're keeping all of our files and related marketing materials around one thing. So we're big proponents of tweak and repeat, right? Do one thing once know the stuff that works. That's what we do in our launch recap, know that th- the stuff that was broken. That's what we're taking note of during the launch notes during the actual process, and then bundle all of that up and make it even better the next time, right? Well, we have emails that go really well, some that don't go really well. We have social prompts and promos that go really well and some that don't go really well. And so keeping all of those things in one folder so you can access Every launch collateral related to one thing would be super helpful. So right now we just have like Google Docs of emails or webinar outlines or a sales pitch. And we have to go kind of hunting for those things. And A, it's a huge waste of time when we can't find it. But I think it would be really nice to have all of those in like their individual folders.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, I hope this gave you kind of a brief overview of how we plan and use Trello to really make sure we're on top of things and know that like, it's not a single system. So like, everything is not just happening in Trello, we're utilizing other things like Google Drive and Dropbox, and Google Calendar and actual paper and pen and It requires a lot of time up front, but the amount of time you get back is so great because you may spend an afternoon planning out every single detail, but that means you can focus on those individual small tasks pretty much up until launch and not really have to look back because you have it mapped out, you have it ready to go, and you can just follow the plan that you've laid out for yourself. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our Creative Template Shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics, we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.